They're your competition. You might not like them. Don't talk smack about them because if you do, it's going to come around. It's uh-huh. going to create that 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 thing where everybody is just it lowers the level no. of conversation to where it's mm-hmm. just nastiness. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Biz Build Podcast, presented to you by the good folks here at Diamondback Tool Company. I'm the host of the show, Damani, head of sales and media for Diamondback Tool Belts. Follow me at Diamondback underscore Damani, that's D-A-M-A-N-I on Instagram. I'm here, as I will be on every episode, with Connor Crook, CEO of Diamondback Tool Belts. Follow him on Instagram at Diamondback.toolbelts. The purpose of BizBuild is to provide listeners an inside track on what it takes to build a business. It is our hope that you can learn from our successes and pitfalls and siphon knowledge from our various expertise so that you can get an edge in the business of building something great. If the guy just says, go jump, yeah, that's fine. Right. But you can go talk to somebody else who might give you a better deal. But you're more likely, you're more likely to get the deal that you want from someone that likes and respects you is like, yo, Connor's been cool. Yeah. This doesn't really work for me as much as I would like it, but you know, I'm going to do it. And then this is the same way as you go down the, the, go the other way on the chain, the person you're doing work for, they're going to be asking you for a deal. And so sometimes it's going to make sense. Sometimes it doesn't, but your economic interests are not always aligned. At that particular moment, but you want to be trending upward over a long period right. of time. Right. And then your competitor. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, your economic interests do not align with a competitor. Yeah. Especially if we go back to another topic. We talk about the Red Sea. Yeah. If you're in the Red Sea and it's zero-sum game, every mm-hmm. dollar I get is a dollar you, you lose. Yeah. Bam. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, if, I, if my economic interests don't always come collide with my competitor. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the better I do, maybe somebody says, wow, you know, I never thought about spending a couple hundred bucks on a tool belt. It's and, just, yeah, and it's, I'd really, you know, a dime back one doesn't seem right for me. I kind of like that, uh, that other one, that leather one or whatever mm-hmm. it is. That's not necessarily a bad thing because that's a person now that's getting into that pool that wasn't into that pool before. Yeah. And maybe if we are both a little bit smart, mm-hmm. we make the pool bigger. Yeah. And that's that's interesting that you said that because there is another tool belt company out there that makes nylon tool belts. And for a long time, the public perception um, was that we were the Diamondback and this other tool belt company were in conflict with each other. Right. But in actuality... The fact that they were making great high-end nylon tool belts and we were making great high-end nylon tool belts actually brought more visibility to the viability of a great high-end nylon nylon tool belt. Exactly. And the the public in overall in general was saying, hey, man, both of these guys do it. Maybe I should give the high-end nylon tool belt a try. Right. So, you know, your competitors, they're a competitor. Yeah. But... If you can make the pool bigger mm-hmm. by working together just a little bit, it doesn't even have to be like, hey, man, let's work together. Right. It can just be like. How about we don't shit on each other? <laughs> the entire, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, can we be in the water together without a fight? Right. And, you know, that's yeah. a, that's another big lesson of, look, 
they're your competition. You might not like them. Don't talk smack about them because if you do, it's going to come around. It's uh-huh. going to create that 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 thing where everybody is just it lowers the level no. of conversation to where it's just <laughs> nastiness. <laughs> Jay Z has a great line. He says. Uh, a wise man told me don't argue with fools because from a distance, people don't know who is who. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can recall having that conversation with my wife. She was getting so mad at this person. I'm just like, baby, don't even try. Don't it ain't going to work. Right, it, it, right. <laughs> because when you start a fray or you're involved in a fray, the people outside of the fray just see a bunch of nonsense happening they don't see you're right and they're wrong you just see oh this is a not functional scenario that i don't want to be a part of <laughs> like that's the best way that i can like can possibly put it um that's that's cool uh i'm gonna humble can i hum- can i humble brag you always hit the humble brag go button, go right? go i'm gonna ahead, humble go brag ahead, go so ahead, go ahead. um for a short amount of time, I was actually. I'm good. glad you think that of me, though. That, okay. that you hit the humble brags. I mean, you you, got, you have a couple of pretty good humble brags on this podcast. Well, there was a short time there that I was. Um, I'm the most beautiful man in the world. Did you know that? <laughs> Sorry, not, I will not confirm or deny that. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, I, I was I was good friends or. Good associates. I'm not sure if we were friends. I, I, I like to say we were friends with Bruce Floor. And Bruce Floor used to be one of the vice presidents of RCA Records. He's the guy that was responsible for signing the Dave Matthews Band to RCA. Um, he, he oversaw like uh, Jurassic Five, which was a huge rap group at one point in time anyways. And for a while, he was living in this region and we had become good friends. And one time I was at a party with him and... You know, just picking his brain, we're shooting the breeze, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Bruce, in your business, in, in, in your experience in the music industry, you've probably met tens of thousands of people. And a lot of them are probably important that you have to keep it. I was like, how do you keep in contact with all these different people that you meet and, and or manage the amount of people that are constantly trying to get in contact with you? And he goes, this is a very simple system. I got an A list, a B list and a C list. My A-list is my list of people. It's a smaller list. And these are the people that I talk to every week. I have to talk to them at least once a week. It's got like my, I got my B-list. B-list. It's, a, it's a, a little bit larger group of people that I have to talk to at least once every other month. And then I've got my C-list, which is a much larger group of people. And these are people I have to contact at least once or twice a year. And that in the list changes. Some people move up the list. Some people move down it over the course of time and whatever. But he's like, and I have this list and I stick to it. If I've talked to you in January and you're on my C list, I'm going to hit you up again in November just to say what's up. I might not even need anything from you. This is just Bruce. How you doing? How's the family? How's the kids? And he said, and because I do that, I'm able to maintain all these relationships across the board. So maybe five years down the road, I do need to move someone from my C list to my A list. They're willing to have that conversation with me because I maintain that relationship. It, so we are looking to hire a chief operations officer at Diamondback. Mm-hmm. By the time this podcast is out, we may have one. Okay. The reason we want a COO is to install 
processes. Yes. Now, the processes we've been thinking about are, okay, how do we make it efficient to bring on a new manufacturer? How do we make it? How do we make sure that we have the right inventory? We don't have a hundred of a, an item that doesn't sell very much, and not. The, it's all about is what you're describing is a process. Yes. And if your business is relationships, <laughs> which is obviously what this guy's business is, <laughs> is making people happy, relationships, whatever. Yeah. You got a process. You got to have a process for it. And I'd imagine that guy's got a. He doesn't just have that in his head. No, he's it's got, written down. He, and yeah, and it's like I got. Oh, that guy called me in May. I didn't. So that means I can skip my June call to him. Exactly. Uh-huh. I get my. We've price. already talked. <laughs> we Your B list is checked off for this particular <laughs> month. And and it's crazy because once he told me that, I I actually installed that in my personal life. You know, because I've got a large extended family. And I've always felt obligated to communicate with them all the time. And it would actually cause me anxiety and stress to do that. And so I would put like certain first cousins on a C list. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you're just going to get a random text or phone call from me in like in the middle of March. Right. You know, but then when I see you at Thanksgiving, it's not like I haven't been around you or with you for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I sent you a text back yeah, in March. Remember we were laughing about the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know, let's get some turkey. <laughs> but you can still sort of, inst- you know, that that process works on a personal level. And that personal level, as you were saying earlier in the conversation, those personal relationships could then me- morph into a business or economic relationship moving forward. Right. When that I- guy is looking for, hey, man, I, I got this I- opportunity. I got this idea. I wonder who I can, whose brain I can pick about that. Oh yeah, my cousin Damani, he texted me the other week. Yeah, I, yeah, because I'm I'm on your mind now. That's right. Stay on their mind. So on the flip side of that coin, and I think this is extremely important because this is a lesson that was hard for me to learn in life in general. And I know I've run into another a lot of other people uh who struggle with this as well. When is when do you know when it's time to end a relationship? Like, there's nothing that's going to be gained here. What did she do? <laughs> she slashed my tires and busted my windows out. I'm not calling her no more. <laughs> because I've, I've struggled with that, right. you know. Um, I, I try to maintain relationships sometimes, a lot of times in my life, past when they were, you know, uh, healthy for me to be in them. You know, for me, I, I, I actually, this, I was thinking a lot about this yesterday because of something that happened to me. And for me, there's not much more important to me in life than honesty and trustworthiness. Mm-hmm. And I try to bring that to every relationship and I expect everyone else to bring that relationship. If you don't like something I've done, tell me, okay, we can work it out. Mm-hmm. Even if we spat it first. What I what I cannot handle is when somebody, not that they say, I don't like what you did, when they question my motivations or my integrity. And, uh, and when it hits that point, it's kind of hard for me to come back from that. Yeah. And that might not be the right answer. Mm-hmm. But, but for you. For me, yeah. when you can call me whatever you want to look i've heard it before but if if you but if you say i'm dishonest i try to cheat you it's hard for me to walk that back right 
I can understand that. Uh, because if you go into something and your heart is into being the best person in that scenario that you can be, and then someone questions your motivations going in there, I don't know where you can go from there. Right. Like, why are we going to continue to do business if you're constantly going to be looking at me like, I don't trust you? And this is in business. And that's this is it, the greatest general managers and coaches in sports feel the same way. If you're going to do, if you're going to, if I'm a general manager and I hire a coach, I have to be able to trust my coach. And the minute I start questioning their motivations, then that relationship is dead. Right. It's time to fire that coach and get another one. Right. Right. Yes. That's interesting. Um, so that's the main stickler for you. Well, what about from dishonesty from the other side? You're tuned in to the Biz Build Podcast. I'm Damani. And I'm Connor Crook. Well, you know, there, there's a... Um, I can't, kind of not remind remembering exactly how the saying goes but it's something uh it, it back going back to my days practicing law and somebody says you know that guy was trying to cheat me or whatever it's always that uh something like incompetence is a much more is this is the essence of the saying is incompetence is much more uh uh common than is malevolence oh uh, yeah uh-huh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they might not have been trying to cheat you they might just be stupid right or <laughs> they didn't they didn't know what they were doing and so I try to think that, you know, for me, it's 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 still that honesty thing is is that make or break. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try to give people the benefit of the doubt of, you know, maybe I took it the wrong way. Um, maybe that's not what they meant. Maybe they just dropped the ball, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something going on on their end that I don't understand. Maybe there's something that, yeah. in this person's life. I don't yeah. know. I mean, you know, th- their wife just left them and hadn't told me about it. And I'm thinking right. they're being a jerk when really they're going through a lot of stuff. Right, right. But, you know, that's part of the openness of communication. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had people, and I wonder what their motivations are, what they're whatever. And I keep saying to myself, you know, if this person would just call me and say, hey, man, I'm struggling with something, whatever it is. Yeah. Give me a light into into what's going on. You don't have mm-hmm. to tell me all the dirty details. I, I might not want to know the dirty. Yeah. Just give me a signal. Give me a sign, man. Right. This is happening. <laughs> because otherwise, I'm gonna start losing my faith in you more and more and more to the point where finally I just say, no. Yeah. And it's interesting that you say that because I grew up, or my understanding going into business was that business is supposed to be an extremely sterile environment, meaning you're supposed to leave your emotions, your feelings, your personal life, everything at home. And then when you come into a business environment, it's all about the business. But in actuality, that's not really the case. And because human beings are human beings and they can't just cut off what's happening in their life when they walk into another door over here to do business. And in fact... I've, I've found the opposite to be true is that when people are much more honest or ab- about what's happening, then that is more healthy with the business. That doesn't mean you come to work every day and bring your girlfriend drama. Right. You know, you're not sitting in the office, you know, like yelling on the phone with your baby mama. But that means that when what's happening in your life truly affects your business, to be honest with the people around you is the best recourse. Um, 
and I don't know of many people, and I know we do a lot of business together with a lot of people out there. And it seems to me that it's still very pervasive in the business environment to, to sort of keep this shell up and remain sterile. Do you see that same thing? Well, you know, I think that has been, that's something that we see changing in the society as a whole. You know, mm -hmm. people of our generation's parents, the boomers, man, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. you had our grandparents with the Depression, man. They were like rocks, man. Right, they right. made it through the Depression. Mm -hmm. I want to hear about your problems. <laughs> we all got them. And then even the I can't afford butter. <laughs> and then even the boomer generation opened up a little bit, but it was still like there's certain uh, taboos we don't talk about. I grew up in a little small town, man. Like the only person I ever knew who got divorced, it was like <laughs> they killed somebody. Right, right. Oh my gosh, did you hear? <laughs> but as society, as we've sort of moved along, you know, sometimes out there on the social media, some people, in my mind, are taking it a little too far. Right, right. You know, putting their feelings out, out there. there. <laughs> But we do, we have, I think as a society, we've learned that if we open up a little bit and we're a little bit honest about, again, not necessarily the dirty details, but yes. hey, hmm. I'm having a bad day today. I just want you to know that. So try not to hit me with everything bad that you know about today. <laughs> and if I'm not answering your questions, maybe... Ask me again tomorrow. Right, right. It's not that I don't want to hear your question. It's just that I'm not going to process it right now. Today ain't the day. Today's not the day. And I don't mean that personally. It's just today ain't the day. Mm -hmm. So you found some success in the business industry in maintaining relationships by not burning bridges. Um, the pleasant surprise of a wayward friend returning to uh, help you move forward. Yep. You mentioned something about the coolers coming back again in, in, in this entire story, like where we might see Pelican, I don't know, um, resurface in the future. Well, there's this other cooler company out there mm -hmm. that has done an incredibly good job of building a brand, selling a product, for more than anyone ever thought you could sell that product because they offered something different and new. Oh, yes, yes, okay. From Pelican to Coolers, yes. And but both Pelican and Yeti, they created a product that yeah. no one ever thought. You know, this goes back to our Red Sea, Blue Sea con yeah. conversation. It's like... Whoever thought $300 were cool, you must be out of your mind. And people buy them all the time. I still think those people are out of their mind. But I don't judge them. There is a class of people who needed that product. Mm -hmm. What's been amazing is that... The, now people that don't need it still buy it. Right. Yeah. The, the masses of 90% of the people who buy a Yeti cooler do not need a cooler that they can put on the front of their flats boat and stand on while they are fly fishing. Mm-hmm. Which was the whole point of Yeti to begin with. I need an indestructible cooler that I can mm -hmm. stand on while I fly fish. All right. And, and they made it. Mm -hmm. and, but it was awesome. And yeah. so everybody, so people just decided, huh, I'm going to see the Jets this weekend. I'm going to be sitting in the parking lot. And so I need to have a cooler that will keep ice cold for 10 days. And Yeti didn't stop there. They, they, I mean, 
They open <laughs> drinkware. They open yeah. direct sales. I was just reading an article, man. They're just booming. They're just booming. And the whole idea is that we make indestructible products that hold other products. That's like the, the bottom line of Yeti. You want a backpack to hold products that's indestructible? I got you. You want something to hold water? I got you. That's an incredible sort of uh, business model, I, I, I would think. Um, I don't know if we can really elaborate any more on business relationships moving forward. I think we got it. I think we got it. I think that if you're the type of person that's out there pissing off everybody that you meet, you might find that your business is not going to do as well later down the road as you would want it to. And if you're the type of person that's out there that's a little bit too nice to everybody that you meet, you might have the same issues. So maybe it is that you take a couple of hints from us folks over here at the BizBuild podcast and learn how to manage your relationships in your life to ensure that you maximize your financial, social, and emotional growth moving forward in the future. This is Dimeback Damani. Be good to yourself. If not, be good to somebody. Because it may benefit you in the long run. We are out of here. And we hope you have a great day. You've just been listening to the Biz Build Podcast. I'm your host, Damani. Follow me on Instagram at Diamondback underscore Damani. That's D-A-M-A-N-I. Or follow Connor on Instagram at Diamondback.toolbelts. You can also find more about Diamondback by visiting our YouTube page or Facebook page. Hope you enjoyed what you heard here today, and we look forward to you joining us again on our next episodes. Take care. Don't forget to like and subscribe.